Lives of Pitch, the podcast where we pitch the best films that'll never get made. I'm Matt Turner. And I'm Tom McGrath. And the game goes like this. We asked you, our devoted listeners, to come up with titles that you'd like to hear us pitch. We then collaborate, coming up with story points, casting, and even marketing strategies. Without further ado, this week's title is... I was a terrible superhero. <laughs> this is a documentary film. Documentary film. Documentary yes, film. That's, that's a light has just week. come on in my head, <laughs> and I feel a sense of fulfilment now that that title has been given. Oh boy, here we go. Um, so with us, we have Shannon Greaves. Hi, I'm back again. Back again. Yeah. To, back uh, at it again with the podcast. Back at it again with the podcast. Uh, the uh, the star writer. Of uh, such films as Pneumatic Lovers. Yep. Rough Justice. Rough Justice. Um, basically a lot of good good films mm-hmm. that, that should be made and yeah. will never get made now that they've been on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. But that su- sucks to be you, Hollywood. That's, yeah. that's the... You're missing uh, out. Comedy gold. Yeah, that's the mission statement. We pitch the best <laughs> films that will never, ever get made. Yeah, don't even fucking try, all right? <laughs> <laughs> we had a near miss with Colossal <laughs> um, Pitched it before we could <laughs> But we're doing documentary movies I am fresh off volunteering for Sheffield Dockfest yep. I am is... fresh off of coming uh, off of a safari mm. I am fresh off the boat <laughs> <laughs> A boat, metaphorical boat yeah. <laughs> And by boat I mean sleep well, this title was given from someone who was probably asleep right now. Yeah. Uh, our American friend, Brent Black. Oh, nice. We have American friend. Oh, yes. Everyone, look how important we are. <laughs> You're rising up in the world. Thanks, rising Brent. up. <laughs> thank, thank you for the title, Brent. So, we're doing documentaries. Before we move on to I Was a Terrible Superhero, do you want to hear some honourable mentions? I'd love to hear some. Honourable documentions. Please. Kind of works. Brighten my day. Nailed it straight away. Because it's got a T in it as well. Documentions. Documentations. Yeah. You did it. It worked for once. Yeah. Well How done. long did you work that? I work on that one for about five minutes before I said it. <laughs> I was like, yes, I've got it. I've got one. <laughs> I've got one, and it's good, not terrible. Okay, so from Ross underscore Originals, we've got whatever happened to the Discovery Channel. <laughs> Let's discover <laughs> that fact. So Discovery Channel, like TLC and oh, the, the Learning Channel and like the History Channel and stuff, mm. are, of course, now no longer anything to do with documentaries or learning mm. or history. It is all reality shows. Oh, is it? I thought it was all ancient aliens. That's just the History Channel. Yeah. Um, aliens and Nazis, basically. Yeah, yeah, Aliens and Nazis on the History Channel. Uh, no, Discovery and TLC have, you know, your uh, Storage Wars and um, uh, what, what's the thing called? Uh, porn Stars. Every channel mm. is now Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all Dave. Dave I am Dave. Dave. No, Dave, Dave, Dave is an aggregator of, of all the best oh, right. rubbish channels from America. <laughs> All the shit my dad watches, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, porn stars where they're like, nah, this is a, a a rare copy of this Spider-Man issue, but uh, I think I can find at least three in the back, so I'm going to give him 20, du- 20 bucks for it. Um, yeah. Cut to talking head of, like, I was trying to play him, 
but he was very, very, very protective of all this shit in his garage. <laughs> yeah, uh, so... And anyway. then uh, cut to the talking heads of the family owning the pawn shop fighting like that. <laughs> oh my God, I cannot believe <laughs> Tiffany would go and take my client like that. What? Stop, everybody. It's me, Duck. Quack. Quack, quack. <laughs> I'm the guy from the other show with the swamp. <laughs> you know, Shrek. <laughs> swamp wars. Swamp wars. We're trading swamps. We gotta go out and get some skeeter shooting and some shoot the womp rats in Star Wars. <laughs> Oh dear. Can that be a movie? Can we just say that? So, anyway, I think that whatever happened to the Discovery Channel should be like this. Uh, that style show mm. so yeah. you have but it's set in the Discovery uh, HQ mm. and every every sort of um, it's it's a show it's, it's episodes and every episode and you one of the people who are, who care about interesting nature documentaries and stuff and, and science documentaries gets either killed off or embroiled in some kind of scandal with one of the members of the other shows like those, those other sort of like reality shows yeah um is it Duck Diamond? Duck, Duck, Duck Dynasty. Dynasty. Duck Dynasty. <laughs> um, like, you know, there's a Duck Dynasty one. There's a Porn Stars one. There's, like, the Storage Wars guy. Storage Hunters? Storage Wars? I can't remember. Storage remember. Wars? I think um, it's Storage Wars. Damn it. I watch that all the time. Yeah. How's that guy that goes, money! And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Storage Wars, I think it is. Um, yeah. There's yeah. the American and a UK version as well. The American one is funny. Like, Epinac. for the longest time, Epinac. I thought that because it, it storage wars is like people who've not been able to pay for yeah they defaulted on their um on their payments for the the storage yeah, yeah. or like they've said i'll take the money if you sell it i think is another thing as well okay okay um, well i mean let's be honest storage that's the premise of the storage wars yeah what really happens is yeah. they lock up a load of crates with some shit in it <laughs> but but what I thought happened for the longest time was these are people who've died and uh, just the stuff they is, had like it wasn't in their will so it was like it, they obviously just defaulted <laughs> to where did you get that idea from? I have no idea <laughs> but in my head I was just like how does this work I like the idea of I, I don't know the guy like the guy's name but it's always that big guy with who goes like grab me grab me the pliers let's get this lock off of this <laughs> I like the idea of him going into like this old lady's house and just being like <laughs> This is mine now. <laughs> and just slowly carting all of this stuff the same, into a storage. The same guys yeah. who like who who do the pliers, the big guy, just mm. like he's like, grab me the lock. I need to get the pliers out of this place. <laughs> It's a, I need it's, to it's all these into, things. It's him get, uh, taking the lock off of a storage unit which is just full of pliers. <laughs> And, oh my god they go through a lot of pliers and storage wars anyway so <laughs> the first, first episode revolves around I think we should just pitch maybe the first episode but we'll, we'll oh, bolt cutters that's the yeah. word there we go so uh, the the, uh, the first one is one of the members of the Discovery Channel one of the key uh, people who, who keep it sort of uh, science and, and nature focused mm. yeah dies <gasps> they go in they're about to the one day from retirement and they have a heart attack and die mm. yeah and then um, their stuff they didn't have a will 
and their stuff is about to get sold off <laughs> and this guy comes in and he's like you know i've got an idea I, I, i've seen you guys on the discovery channel i've got an idea for some programming you should do and they're like well we're, we're, we're kind of stuck for for mm. for shows at the moment because you know we don't have we don't have anything and then uh, and then he's like yeah you should do yeah you should come down now i'm, I'm gonna be selling this guy's stuff off anyway <laughs> i'm gonna be start selling selling hank's stuff off anyway so uh uh you guys come down and film that and uh, we'll we'll make a show about it of people bidding on it uh, and they're like well, what was the first thing? Martin Freeman is like, looks into the camera and says, what's the worst thing that can happen, I guess? Like, um, I've got nothing to put on the TV, so there we go. Uh, and they do that, and then it go, it, like people watch it or whatever. Uh, and then the next episode, someone else either gets embroiled in scandal or dies. Mm. And then you've, over the course, you start to find that that one was like a one one kind of shot. Mm. But the rest of them, you start to get clues and mysteries. Martin Freeman's going through all this stuff and finding mysteries that there's a secret organization bent on taking over the Discovery Channel with with a load of uh, trash TV because they want people to be less what educated. The Illuminati. Yeah, it's... Wow, that happened what to the Discovery Channel. <laughs> the Illuminati got <laughs> stopped it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. So from Charlotte Russell, we've got Fridge Dweller. Fridge Dweller. It's a documentary about Fridge Dweller. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think it is. So, Gremlins. I, I had that impression, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to go with it's. Like when I was a kid, I used to make films with my handy cam. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of like one of those where it's just like this kid has watched a documentary, like something like The Office or something like that. So there's talking head shit, but um, this kid has a kind of ET living in his fridge. I yeah. I think the, I think the kid thinks there's something living in the fridge because yeah. this kid keeps getting done for eating stuff in the fridge at yeah. night. Yeah, his parents keep telling him off, being like, "You ate all the cookies again, like, or you ate all the butter that that was for tea or whatever." And he's an only child. Yeah, so... and he's like, "But I'm not doing it, Mum. I'm not doing it. It's the monster <laughs> in the fridge." And she's like, "Oh, you and your made-up stories." And so at night, he takes his little GoPro camera mm. and he goes round to and he starts docu like he's a fan of documentaries, and so he he starts to document and being like, "Okay, guys, so today." We're going to find out what's really eating all the butter in my fridge. And he opens the fridge and then it's like Narnia. And it's like, it's just this giant fridge. And there's like a whole entire community of kind of these fridge gremlins (laughs) and stuff living there. And it... But the fridge is dark when when it's closed. Mm. Yeah. And then light when you open it. So, I don't know, maybe he's got a sort of... Try and leave his camera in there overnight or whatever. You have all these bits. Night where he's... vision. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking this is a YouTube series. Yeah. You know, like a sort of viral videos kind sure, of thing. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's a young child. They they only have YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing like sort of talking to camera, doing. It's like um, Blair Witch Project sort of handheld shit as he, as he camps out, camps in his kitchen. We can add Watching a, the fridge. We can add yeah. an extra spin to it because like. The videos can be in sequence, and this kid's just like doing what you know eight year old kids do when they're given a camera, which is they go, 
Hey guys, and there's the camera's pointing exclusively at them. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play Minecraft now. I'm gonna show you what and he like picks the camera up, turns it around to face yeah. the screen. He's like, so I'll just show you my Minecraft world. And he's sort <laughs> of like pressing forward on the key. He's like, okay, wait, hang on. And then moves the mouse a little bit to turn around and all that sort of stuff. And he's like, okay, this is what this is the house I'm making in my and then his mum calls from behind, like, Kevin! Are you eating the butter again? And he's like, no, I haven't eaten the butter again. I'm playing Minecraft. I like the idea that meanwhile, whilst he's doing it, it's just a load of clutter and noise in the background of these apparent gremlins walking around. And it's just this failed attempt of documenting them, actually. Like, it's just like, okay, so now I'm going to show you the story I made up with my two action figures of how Batman and Superman come together and then, and then they save the world from the evil penguin. And it's him just filming this really, like, poorly and stuff and in the meantime there's like a fridge falling over and lights <laughs> flickering no, no, it, like I've got it right so he doesn't think there's anyone dwelling in the fridge Okay, it's just a selection of YouTube videos about this kid documenting what he does, playing on Minecraft playing with uh, toys or whatever yeah. but yeah. in the background <laughs> like some of these shots you see these weird little gremlins sliding past yeah, yeah. <laughs> like on because butter they use like butter su- to... pseudopods like yeah <laughs> it's the Kremlin ice skating championship and they're using butter <laughs> but like at the beginning of each one it's like this kid uh, went missing five years ago the, this is the footage and then just like the last known footage yeah yeah <gasps> have, you been, have you been watching those Slenderman things because that's basically <laughs> what it is <laughs> but like in the background on the, on the shelves you see these things wandering about and you like the kid didn't notice it when he uploaded the footage yeah. but that's like it's just a load of like, oh, yeah. clips of that He's, this kid's doing these Minecraft uh, videos all, mm. all, all these different videos and then the next video upload is his mum or like one of his friends who has been in a video prior, yeah. Um, and he's like, so I've just logged into his YouTube his YouTube account because I knew his password. Um, he's he's missing, so I thought I'd look and see if there was any anything on his videos. Um, and I started seeing these things, and then he's going back through yeah, the videos yeah. looking for these things, and then he, he does his own little gonzo little exploration <laughs> and stuff. You do realise how this 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 movie has to end, right? This film. Right, so that continues happening with the person coming in, looking for the videos, going missing, the next person coming in, <laughs> Finds looking for videos. that person and that person, yeah. and it just ends with a gremlin just going, so hey guys, thank you for watching my YouTube series. Uh, it's been Ron a hell of a blast, but sadly I have to go... <laughs> Uh, the fridge, the fridge, the fridge is broken. Uh, so I'm moving house. This is a viral marketing campaign for what happens, where what happens when this kid goes on an adventure to the Gremlins world. Yeah, like you know, like it could be like Narnia or that one with where the kid gets really small on his lawn. Uh, I can't. Oh, uh, honey, I sh- honey, I sh- No, I don't mean that. I mean there's like a magical, magical world beneath his lawn sort of thing. Oh uh, right, okay. I can't remember. It's, anyway, there's loads, loads of different. Um, films where a kid goes into a magical place mm. yeah, um, like the, this is a, a Cloverfield-esque viral marketing campaign for the, that kid's friend trying to find him while he's away on this adventure <laughs> I was about to say when you said viral marketing campaign for I was like Lurpak <laughs> 
pack man he's got a trombone <laughs> oh my god it's the lip pack man i suddenly remembered that advert yeah okay never mind it's a documentary about the lurk pack man <laughs> i mean also the borough marketing campaign for that film because that is also a good idea yeah. however lip pack man lip pack man um, oh my god. Next one. <laughs> yeah. Done. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome, internet. <laughs> we are not sorry. Okay, so those were our honourable documentations. Thank you very much. Thank you for those, guys. Uh, they all got in touch with us on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter mm-hmm. at Life's a Pitch show. So if you're listening for the first time, give us a follow there. Uh, give us a follow, give us a like, whatever. Big like. Big like. Give us a big Smash like. Smash that like button. Oh, sorry, we're not on YouTube. My bad. Um... Smash that like button. Press the little bell. Make sure you can get a, uh, notified every single time we post a video. And by bell, because we are talking about Facebook, we mean a literal bell. We deliver bells to everyone that follows Lives of Pitch podcast. We with... don't shut it down. It's we've, done now. We've got a bell just here. And every time that you smash that like button, we do a little ring-a-ding of it. That's definitely a glass. <laughs> no, bell, it's a, it's a, no, it's definitely a bell. Yep, definitely a bell. Anyway, bell. Um, yeah, smash that big like, mm. um, or just send us the words big like and we'll know you liked it. Big like, we need it all in capitals for it to be official. Uh, with five exclamation points at the end. If, well. you, yes. if, that's, if that is your nature. Yeah. Um, if you're an exclamatory sort of person. So before we go on to today's main pitch from Brent Black, uh, I was a terrible superhero. Got you an award to give out. An award? An award? I didn't, an award? I didn't think it was the season for such a thing. Mm, well... Yes! <laughs> it yes, is. it is! <laughs> you were wrong! It's the Yes Very Clever Award. Shall hey. we play the sting? Nah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's the Yes Very Clever Award, though. Yeah, it is the Yes Very Clever but Award. But this week we're not playing the sting because <laughs> I'm uh, obstinate. <laughs> I'm changing things up. Just made a very strong move there. <laughs> no, I'm not playing it this week. No. Okay. Yeah. I control the button. If you're listening for the first time and want to hear this sting we're talking about, listen to another episode. All right, here it is. Yes, very clever. Yeah, the Yes Very Clever Award. We give this to uh, someone who's given us a title that is a pun on a title that already exists or is just a very clever, jokey woke. Jokey woke. Jokey woke. Is it a woke joke or not a woke uh, joke? Just a jokey woke. Okay. It's a jokey, jokey woke, not a wokey woke. joke. Oh, I see. Don't get those. They, those are different things. They are very different things. Wokey jokes are good. Wokey jokes are good. Jokey wokes. We'll find right. out. Mm. Okay, so the yes, very clever award this week goes to Ross underscore originals, and he's given us an inconvenient stroof. <laughs> an inconvenient bloody stroof. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I think you'll find there's a hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> right hey? above where we're standing. Right, just there. It's not an Australian accent. That was just Cockney. <laughs> right above where we're standing. <laughs> uh, there's, a bloody, there's a bloody hole in the ozone layer. An inconvenient struth. Oh, struth. There you go, there's the Australian. Struth, struth matey. Uh, I think you'll find... 
It's still there. To be honest, I'll just put some shrimps under it, toast them up right nice. <laughs> it's absolutely bonza. <laughs> Lovely little little Barbie there. Having a nice time. Melting. Uh, melting <laughs> down. The, the well, hand. as long as you don't stand in that specific three-foot gap. Uh... It's all right, but it uh, can be a little inconvenient because it is in the middle of the South Sydney Opera House. Uh, so we did find, you know, in the entrance outside. So we did find that people were essentially going in for beautiful cultural appreciation and coming out with cancer. Uh, so it was a little inconvenient. I'll be just honest. A little, just a little. Just a little bit of cancer. Uh, but, uh, you know, sure, sure, no no worries, Bonza, mate. We, we just put a little umbrella this over it. This is sounding very anti-Donna. Like, I can see a sketch coming from this. <laughs> Thanks, Ross, for your Yes Very Clever Award. You've won it. Um, well done. Congratulations. Uh, your trophy is on its way. It is made of air. Um, so... If you're enjoying the show, faithful and wonderful listeners, then you might um, want to help us out. You might want to help it get better. And what better way to do that than to share it with your friends? You can uh, tell them all about it, how much you like it. Lie, if that's not very much. Um, but uh, you, uh, if you are not into that whole, you know, talking to other people thing, then you might want to go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast, where you can find a, a, a load of bonus content from us. Um, the only thing you need to do is give us a little bit of money each month to help Help the podcast get uh, better. Hopefully, um, the we are using it to uh, increase the worth of the podcast, make it better, um, and therefore um, we appreciate all the people who are working uh, in our community who are working to help us uh, get better by um, giving us a bit of money each each month, and hopefully they're finding it uh, enjoyable as well because they they. Yeah because they get a bunch of bonus content, including behind the scenes stuff, uh, uh, extra pitch every week, uh, they get movie commentaries and uh, get to vote on the genre. They voted for documentaries, so you can thank them for that. Yeah. Um, those people who you can thank are... They are Ross underscore originals, My Waste of Talent, Brandon Spanky Mills, Joe Hegarty, Davey Benzo Felix, Bumblebee Jones, Brent Black, Spicy Boy, Charlie Brambles, Slippery Sleeve, Mihir Trivedi, Alex Keane, and Stephen Douglas Thomas. That list is growing. Mm. So um, you can uh, thank those guys for when the podcast sounds not like it was done in a shower cubicle. One of us. One of us. <laughs> one of us. Join this cult. <laughs> this, this, this community where every time you see a trailer for a film you have to go, oh it's a bit like that thing they did except that Dan DeVito's eyes ate everything. <laughs> Cults a pitch. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you all for your help. Mm, and thank you for listening as well. Yes, even if you don't contribute, even if you don't spread the podcast, we do appreciate it when you, uh, the, just the fact that you are paying attention. Yeah. We we started this podcast with the uh, the expectation that no one would listen to it, so the fact that someone does is pretty damn cool. Pretty damn good. Uh, but yeah, like I said, thank you for listening, but don't pause it yet. <gasps> the main pitch is here! Oh my god! From Brent Black, we've been given... I was a terrible superhero. I was a terrible superhero. Now, big, big question at the start. Mm -hmm. 
Is it a real superhero or is it a boy who played a superhero? Because that's just Birdman. Hmm. Mm. Shit. <laughs> He's got us there. <laughs> I was a terrible... I was a terrible superhero. I think... Well, I'm going to let Shannon... Go well, I have. I think. I think one thing that I. I think this movie needs is we need to set an art style. We need to set like a thing. I'm thinking animation. I'm thinking clay animation. Ardman. Claymation. If any of you, if any of you, <laughs> I, I do this because I watched uh, an animal documentary mm. uh, a while ago, but I was obsessed with it when I was a kid, and it was called like Animal Creatures or Cre- Creature Creature Stories? Comforts. Creature Comforts. Yeah. Uh, and I really like the idea. Mm. and the look of kind of that clay animation animals talking human like mm. uh, I'm not saying it has to be animals it could be an well, animal well, that was a superhero but what I think well Creature Comforts they got actual interviews with people didn't they yeah, yeah. and the then thing. they was... animated them as yeah. animals yeah um, uh, but yeah I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling clay animation for this mm. uh, to really you know Transfer the terribleness of the superhero. So this is the thing, right? Like, uh, are we, are we, is this superhero in a world of other superheroes in a Marvel-style universe where mm. there are loads of good superheroes, but this one was a bad one? This film's about Hawkeye uh, or yeah. something. Well, I, worse, matter eater lad. <laughs> this is a universe where everyone is a superhero. Every single person. Your cleaner, <laughs> your cleaner is a superhero. But do they just have magic cleaning powers? <laughs> Exactly. They everyone is a superhero, and the protagonist, uh, voiced because it's clay animation, mm. voiced by David Attenborough himself, mm. is uh, a is just another superhero who is just a bit shit. Oh shit! What's the Sky High? Right. Yes. So <laughs> okay. Sky, Sky High was a film. This shit film, mm. like a teen movie, mm-hmm. uh, just around the formation of like. You know, Iron Man type. Oh start yeah, of just Marvel. before. Yeah, 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 just before that. Was it just before? I, I think it was so, after. No, yeah. I thought it was after Iron Man. But anyway, hmm. so because um, we'd had Batman, uh, uh, like and and stuff, we'd we'd uh, that that kind of uh, we'd had uh, what's it called? Batman Begins. Yeah. Yeah. At least. Um, so, uh, Sky High was a film about a superhero academy. Okay. Everyone had powers. Yeah. So it was a sub-community of superheroes. Because mm-hmm. what what does what that does is means because th- we have to think about a lot of things if everyone in the world is a superhero. Yeah. Right. Okay. But if you have like the everyone you know is a superhero, then you can go like, cool. We can have a regular society. Cool, so, so this is set in a superhero academy. Yeah. Or, right, or at cool. least or at least a. a, a um, uh, a society in which there is a superhero academy. Sure. So, yeah. like, you know, I, I was thinking along the lines of it's a city of superheroes where they go out to other parts of the world mm, sure. and like they're they're super. So you have like the 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 uh, the person who you see in the shop every day in this city. Let's call it a uh, Zootopia. Zootopia. I, um, I think like you're describing a a commune. 
I feel like you're, you're describing the, the, the Watchtower from Justice League Unlimited. But, um, <laughs> Am I? Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it. No. But, uh, cool. just, 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 Justice League Unlimited is a series of basically in which the real trials and tribulations are wrangling hundreds or thousands of superheroes to do, <laughs> to do jobs. My legis- heart goes out to Nick Fury today. <laughs> and the logistics that, that it takes to do that. You just got sort of Batman being like... Yeah, we can't afford the resources because we've got a we've got a we've got a crisis in in this this made up continent, uh, and uh, we can't afford the resources to stop this from Thing happening. happening over so here. you've constantly got people like, why aren't you sending more superheroes? And they're like, well, we're a bit busy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're like booked for the next four months. So we've got is it? It's sort of Ardman style claymation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would love to see Ardman do superheroes. Uh, yeah. Like, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh my, oh my god, yeah, amazing. No. And I'm annoyed. I mean, because you'd have the big bum chins, and you'd have the sort of like yeah. you know, yeah. sort of ridiculous kind oh. of almost like a lazy town style yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, aesthetic. Exactly. Hyper, yeah. hyper saturated like uh, backgrounds and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so we've got that. Yep, um, and it's set in a it's set in a uh, a superhero academy. Mm. Uh, let's go with that. Uh, the main, the main guy, uh, the main, the main, the main superhero. Uh, his superpower. It was a superpower. What? Why? I think I, it's I would... a teacher at this yeah? academy. Because you know the, you know the whole <laughs> old adage: those who can't teach, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like this is going to be a story about how this this character bucks that trend. Mm. Okay, so, yeah, definitely. Like it's um, what's a uh, uh, Rebel Wilson or someone like someone. Okay. Um, I'm I'm just thinking of like a female Jack Black. Uh, yeah, Rebel Wilson, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy's good. Yeah. yeah, someone who basically could 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 feasibly be a person whose like life is in a bit of a shambles at the start of the movie, and like uh, over the course has to kind of fake it till she makes it in a real life superhero mm. thing. Like she was, she didn't have a good enough superhero track record to yeah. be given a thing, but she can teach other kids how to um, do maths or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so the, the idea of, uh, my, my idea of the universe is like this academy teaches you how to be a superhero. And then when you graduate, you get given a city or a country in the world. Mm. That, so you have like the superhero of Mexico, the superhero of Uganda, uh, and this the 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 protagonist uh, failed. I didn't graduate and was like, you can't be a superhero Just of anywhere. Van Wilder party liaison. Yeah, and so and so she goes into teaching because she's been through the academy so many times. She knows the entire syllabus. She knows exactly what she to do in terms of teaching it. She just always fails the practical segment. Yeah, yeah, like she's got stage fright. Yeah, she's got stage fright. That's it. That's yeah. why she fails. She's terrible at the final examinations, but great in the studies. What is her power? Yeah, exactly. What is her superpower? I was thinking about this because there is a, a a character in the Marvel comics universe. It, it he's he's not been brought into the cinematic universe for very for very fucking good reason because terrible superpower. Um, kid hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Still might be better than Matarita Lad. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I've, I've all of a sudden my brain is, again. I don't know what it is with me and Magic School Bus on the, <laughs> this uh, podcast, but I've literally just imagined Miss Fizzle. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's I think just Miss Fizzle. I think uh, right. I think that Melissa McCarthy was uh, is tele, uh, telekinetic has telekinesis. Okay. Right. So um, she can uh, move things around with her mind. Mm. Right. Um, but she's really bad at kind of when it gets to the bigger stuff or more complex stuff mm. it starts to fall apart and she starts to lose control of stuff right cool. so she's sort of like in the practical exams she got she she failed so many times because she got overwhelmed and basically uh just ruined the whole thing she she killed yeah. the, killed the little statuette thing she, she was she trying had to the, save. like the practical exams was like last time she did it was moving a helicopter off of like someone who was slowly being crushed to death yeah and picks it up and then drops it on them yeah completely not only killing the person but destroying the area so yeah. making it worse yeah so what's the documentary angle of this um, I think we we yeah that's a good point. Um, I think <laughs> I, I, I mean I I had an idea. Uh, not only oh see my original superpower uh, idea was uh, that she just knows all the animals, like every single animal uh, that exists, okay. she knows about them and can control them. <laughs> see this this is the thing. Okay okay right here we are. So back on Earth. Mm. Right because this is I, I, I'm assuming this flying is... in a in in, in an Agents of Shield style. Sure, let's let's go with thing, that. Right? Space, yeah, this space academy, academy. Yeah. space superhero academy. When she first like was doing the practical exam, it takes place on Earth. Yeah, um, she accidentally. I don't. Know, are we going with the, if we're going with the animals? Are we going with the controlling animals or telekinesis? Because okay. We Pitching. go for for, for um, she's caused a cataclysm. Mixture on of Earth, the two, right? Yeah, she can only lift animals with her mind. Okay, nice. Because because basically what happened is she got overwhelmed during her exam and uh, smashed a ball of squirrels <laughs> the size of a meteor uh-huh. into uh, Atlanta. Nice. Yep. What? Like, she accidentally got overwhelmed, picked up an enormous ball, every squirrel in, like, every 50 s- square miles, uh-huh. and smashed it into the into, into Atlanta, destroying Atlanta completely. Yeah. Um, Atlanta is gone. That's, so, that's what happened to Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> Atlantis. Oh! <laughs> okay, so in this universe, Atlanta becomes the lost city of Atlantis. Atlantis, yeah. It basically, if it's above ground, if it's above the water, it's ah. Yep. If it's underwater, it's it is. is. Yep, definitely. So Atlanta becomes... In fact, that's literally out of Futurama, isn't it? Yeah, that is an episode of Futurama. Of Atlanta, yeah. Um, yeah, there so, we go. So anyway, um, she... The reason we're following her on the documentary, which is where mm. I'm getting to, uh-huh. is the fact that she was banned from being on Earth and operating as a superhero. Mm. She got sent back to the Academy like, no, you can't. You have to stay off of planet Earth. You yeah. are too dangerous. Yeah. Got it. So, you can't lose Atlanta again. So now we pick up with her teaching. Mm. Right, and cool. she's she's teaching. She's not teaching like here. Watch me r- raise these two wolves into the sky and then put them gently back down. Um, she's she's uh, she's just teaching like the fundamentals of swinging from lampposts or whatever. Yes. Like you know, and the, the here physics. is the fundamentals of saving someone from a skyscraper. Exactly. Like oh yeah, she's doing the the whole like uh, de-escalation. Yeah, training. So she's asking people to t- uh, helping people talk people back down off off mm. ledges and stuff. Yeah. Um, so wh- I, I negotiate it basically. Yeah. So where's the story here? What does what does Melissa McCarthy's character? What's her What's her superhero name? Um, well, she doesn't have one. 
Yeah. She's not a superhero. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good point. She was never given one. She's called Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, um, what does she want? I she, she wants to become a superhero. She wants to... Yeah. She wants to kind of, uh, yeah. And uh, uh, or she's constantly like... She's like, she's like, I'm happy here because I'm not a danger to anyone. She's been pretty shaken by that. She's, so, she's been, she's now labelling herself as I'm a terrible person. Like, I cannot be a superhero. She really wants to, but she's like, no, it's my fault. We can't it's afford my- another squirrel meteor. Yeah, we can't. I can't do that again. I don't have control over my powers. Yeah. Um, and I think something happens to Sky, like the Sky base. Mm. Meaning that it might crash into whatever's next to Atlanta. They're just, they're just <laughs> raising Atlanta from the ocean floor. Yeah. They, they've started to rebuild. Yeah, yeah um, they started to rebuild Atlanta. And then she discovers that, um, I don't know... The... <laughs> Donald Glover's got a TV show yeah. dedicated to rebuilding Atlanta. <laughs> I've never seen it, no. but it's... it's, a, it's, it's, it's <laughs> I assume that's it's what about it's about. the manager of a rapper and a rapper. Uh, oh. <laughs> Soz. Um, Fucking ruined for me. <laughs> now on iPlayer. Good, yeah. good show. Um, so... What happened? Yeah, what happens? She finds out that, like, I don't know, the head teacher or something has been... David Attenborough. Mind- Sorry, David Attenborough is being in this movie. Yeah. I'm not leaving until yeah. he is. And he's he's gone a bit, like, mad. He's got a, a little bit, like, evil. And hmm. he's David Attenborough. Therefore, he is, like... Um, he's a reformed supervillain. Okay, because right. he was the brainiest. Nice. He knows everything. He's the the, the encyclopedia or whatever. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's the he's the archivist of all knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he is <laughs> encyclopedia archivist of all knowledge, knower of things. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and specifically, he like um, he took a shine to. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, of course. Because she knows all the animals. She knows all the animals, and he's like, he has a passion for that, so she they yeah. can share that. Um, but she sees him sort of like he gets more and more stressed over the course of the, the things, and we we film as in this documentary those sort of terse conversations. He doesn't want to be interviewed at all. Mm. She's like t- turning towards the camera, the camera crew, and going like, "Yeah, he's you know we're good friends. He's been like this little little bit, you know. He doesn't really like to talk about his past because mm. the, the 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 film crew are like <laughs> pushing it. Yeah. Well, one one uh, one uh, clip in this documentary is uh, walking into his office, and it's him just like it's the crack of the door, so they're trying to sneak in because they know that he doesn't like it, and it's him just watching Blue Planet and him going, <laughs> and as we can see here. This is my career <laughs> and how it haunts me today. He's mouthing along to Blue Planet. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like turns over, sees the crack and he's like in a really calm voice and is like, get out of here. No, leave my office. I don't know. And just slowly just kind of moving in, putting his hand over the camera. <laughs> but he's, he's really angry, but his voice is super calm. Uh, he, he walks up and he goes... You didn't see anything here, <laughs> and then the, the, like the, the one of the camera one of the camera crew is they they run, and yeah. then one of the camera crew is just like, "Where are we? <laughs> and why am I blind? <laughs> <laughs> where are we? And why am I blind?" I was thinking like before you said the blind thing, he was like, "Where are we?" And then he runs up to the window and goes, "What? 
How did I get in space? <laughs> They're in space. Um, goes mad and jumps out of the airlock. Jeez. <laughs> Man, is this like Kilgrave now? <laughs> you can just tell them. I mean, I, I, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what if David Attenborough's like the, what, like what? I I had the idea his that power? his his power is to know like is to get gather information. One of the ways he can do that is by extracting it from people's minds. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I think we follow uh, Melissa McCarthy as she tries to get to the bottom of, like... Kind of, like, mind control. Yeah. Because I like the idea that his sweet voice that has filled the nation with so much glee uh, is also the way that he controls people into telling him stuff. And, and a load of good kids in, like, the top classes yeah. are starting to cut classes. Yeah. Right? They're stopping doing stuff. And then, like, weird stuff is happening. There's, like, disappearances around the around the uh, the sky thing, whatever. Uh, and then she stumbles across, essentially, this this plot where he is putting into people's heads. He realises that he's put, he, he can put ideas into kids' heads. He, he yeah. got bored of what he was doing and essentially was like, oh, there's a quicker way of imparting knowledge than teaching people. I can put things into, into people's heads mm. and it imparts my biases as well. So mm. they become, they quickly start like taking over the, the, the sky thing. Um, I think that um, the way it kind of wraps up is uh, Melissa McCarthy, <laughs> like uh, there's that the, 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 the kind of nature uh, classroom like the, mm. the sort of like biology biology classrooms got a load of creatures in cages because it's all yeah. high tech classroom stuff mm. and she just bundles them all together <laughs> into a giant meteor and throws, <laughs> throws them at David Attenborough <laughs> there I'm, has been no conflict here <laughs> well like I don't uh, know well yeah we'll yeah. fill that in <laughs> I, I, I guess I guess okay well here's some conflict for you Tom yeah. let's, let's bring in some conflict into this so we have David Attenborough, who is in, uh, in putting in all of these memories and these ideas into kids. Mm. One of the ideas that he's putting into kids is that he's he's not insane. That his he like so his career took a bust, mm. and then that's why he was sent over to the academy as the head teacher. And he's changing that. He's putting in the idea that no, he's still really successful mm. and he's fine. And because of this. Uh, Melissa McCarthy's role is becoming redundant. They're going, well, why is she yeah. here? The head teacher can just still teach. And so she's like, no, this is all that I have. Like, I can't be a superhero. Okay, yeah. This, so, is, the big, this is the big thing I've got. So there's no greater good here that Melissa McCarthy is. She's just trying to save her job. She's just trying to save her job. Well, like, I think she starts out trying to save her job because she yeah. looks further into it because she's the only one inconvenienced by this, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, and then it goes on to finding out what's actually happening, mm. right? Like David Attenborough is control controlling these kids. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Because I, I I think the whole thing of um, uh, the government's cutting the funding for this school in space. Okay. Because it's cool. costing way too much. Because it's in space. Yeah. 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 Uh, Why is it in space? It's in space. Because David Attenborough wanted I I uh, I want this school to be in space. And he, he did the whole thing, the mind thing with the guys, because uh, he's reformed supervillain. Oh, oh, he but no, he, he, so he, so the academy was put into space before his career went bust. So this is before, like, he was like, mm. he was still successful and he goes, I want to make a superhero school in space. And because I am David Attenborough. <laughs> I can do this. And that's what makes his career go bust. Like, he puts it in space and people are like, David Attenborough, 
what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I think I think like he was a supervillain, right? Yeah. Um, he got he was but he was a Magneto style supervillain, mm. like where. His it's methods very... are methods and 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 wants are understandable, mm. very yeah. humanized. But he was talked down by the leader of the superheroes, like the Superman. Yeah, uh, Superman. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Mm. Okay, um, cool. The leader of the he's, superheroes. He's not doing anything now, is he? Uh, no. So he's writing a book. Oh, Obama. Um, yeah, uh, talks talks David Attenborough down. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, this is all in flashback. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, like in the start of the Incredibles. Yeah. Um, and he's like, listen, we've got a space for you in this family, this, this superhero family. You can come and be with us and you can help shape the minds of the next generation. Mm. And he's like, okay, I'll, I, think, I think I'm ready to be a benefit to, to, to humanity rather than my misguided attempt to, to, to take over it. Uh, uh, and I think... Because I've, I've got an idea. Cause yeah. You know how District 9 starts off like a documentary? Yeah. yeah. And then ends up being just a drama? Yeah. Uh, I think we just follow that path. Yeah. So it starts off like a documentary following M- Melissa McCarthy, and then and then she gets... Because like, I think Daryl Atterbrook could be controlling these kids, sending them down to the planet to cause havoc. Uh, oh, he's sending the bri- the brightest kids, yeah, yeah. right? Those are the guys who started cutting classes, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're like, we don't need school anymore. Yeah. We don't I, need I, you I'm, anymore, I'm done. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Mm. So Melissa McCarthy is left with the outcasts. Yes. yes. She's left with, like, Bouncy Ball Boy. <laughs> and, like... Uh... <laughs> bouncy Ball Boy. I think Chair we've all got man. the same image there yeah. of a kid with a baseball cap on backwards and a bouncy ball <laughs> that he just hurled yes. across that the room. That is exactly it never, it never loses, like, entry. It never loses, like, speed. No, it, like, just, it gets more... Faster and faster and faster until he catches it. It's like yeah. that thing from uh, Men in Black One, where yeah. it touches it and it goes flying through the yeah. whole place. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was the one you just said? Oh, Chairman. Chairman. <laughs> he summons chairs. <laughs> the chairman. The chairman. <laughs> he can summon chairs. Yep. Chairman. <laughs> he rides on a chair. He can't fly. It nope. just zooms around, scraping along the floor, making that noise. There's yeah. also. Uh, <laughs> There's also a, 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 a romantic subplot between uh, the chairman and uh, a female superhero called Manic Pixie Dream Girl. <laughs> <laughs> she can jump into people's dreams, but she always smashes at things. When she gets in there, her brain is taken over by the uh, the, the, the pixie, mm. right? Which is like, she, get, she gets her powers from this magical fey realm. And yeah. the reason she can jump into people's dreams is because she has an alter ego in the fey realm, which is a pixie. So and, we're talking and, about Paprika, right? This is just the character from Paprika. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know. Uh, Paprika, is, yeah, basically is someone who is a, a doctor who is a dream jumper but has an alter ego in these dreams who was called Paprika and just smashes things uh, causes some funky things to happen <laughs> sure fair okay right. well yeah that uh, Manic Pixie Dream Girl yeah yeah sure. Manic Pixie Dream Girl she's she's really boring out in real life but when she gets into your dreams yeah. she's so fucking quirky yeah this is so the character from Paprika by Zoe Deschanel played by Zoe Deschanel in the dream yeah. Aubrey Plaza in real life yeah, yeah there you go uh, yeah, so we've got that was right. So what we've got, we've got the romantic subplot, we've um, got conflict, we've got villain, we've got protagonist. Yeah, I think I think the, for this film to work thematically, I've protagonist, got... the, the one of the other, <laughs> <laughs> and 
the weird thing is with protagonist, whenever they're in the, uh, whenever she's in the room, mm. um, the camera just flips over to her, and she's in the middle of the shot. Yeah. Whatever else is shot. happening, she's in the middle of the shot. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the last scene of this massive conflict between Melissa McCarthy and David Attenborough fighting <laughs> is in the background <laughs> line camera Imagine. shot with just with just that protagonist sat in the middle eating popcorn. Imagine like, Harry Potter, but the Quidditch scenes were all shot looking at Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> I love how protagonist has uh, her um, her, her villain is her aunt, <laughs> aunt antagonist. Oh my god! Oh yeah, there yeah. you go. There you there go. go. <laughs> uh, and there's the weird quirk to this movie. So <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, like, I think, I think David Attenborough tries to crash the the school into Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, and Melissa McCarthy uses all the squirrels to build uh, no, I, a defensive shield around Atlanta. Yes, uh, or to, to, she, she's doing that. She's trying to do that. Mm. But in order to do so, the, the real heroes could to, 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 to thematically work. Mm. Her class that got left behind have to be the ones to do it. Yeah, yeah. not her. So she can be battling with um, David Attenborough mm. uh, with throwing squirrels, and he's like taking every time she throws an animal he takes the memory of what that animal is from her to, to add some add some spice to this she's not just throwing squirrels she's throwing every single creature every known to squirrel. mankind and is testing him she's pop quizzing him like what's this and he's going oh this is a, a painted African dog I know this and, and then, she's doing it to try find something that he doesn't know no, she's doing it to distract him yeah exactly because like yeah so because he has to complete that right because mm. he has to answer the question because he knows everything yeah he's um, she's trying to keep him distracted while her kids like disable his yeah disable, disable the, the school ship, from the flying yeah. into yeah. the um, to Atlantis yeah so like she's doing that but every single time she pop quizzes him with a, with a, with a, with an animal he <laughs> steals the memory of what that animal is from her. Oh, God. And so... So, he, so, so she's losing the knowledge yeah, of the animals yeah. as she's doing it. Yeah. So the film ends with her going to actual school. Actual yeah. veterinary school. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it, it starts... The ending starts off... The ending starts off like the beginning. So the beginning of this movie is just... Melissa McCarthy sat in a school... Mm. Um, in just a vet school... And it just seems like a normal person. And then you flash to the actual movie where it's like, uh, with a voiceover from Melissa McCarthy being like, I was a teacher once, but I don't know this. Not at this point. Let's go back a bit. And then the movie ends with the same scene of her going into the school just being like, I don't know why, but... I really like animals. I really want to learn about animals. And then, the and then the sits best down. Ending ever. And it sits down, it looks at her, and then it quickly snaps to the protagonist because they're sat in the back of the classroom. Right. So the beginning of this film starts with her in an exam hall and then squirrels, bam, Atlanta dies. I think, I think yeah, I think the thing right. to, to streamline this yeah. is okay. she's sat in 
a classroom. She's mm. learning to be a vet or she's learning all other animals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's learning to be a biologist or whatever. And she starts to discover her powers. Like, that should mm. be the opening thing. Yeah. And okay. then that discovery, she should get panicked. And eventually, that's how she slams yeah. a, 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 a meteor full of squirrels. 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 Right. squirrels into so, a so, so we end yeah. with her older now yeah. in an exam hall. Yeah. Taking she, an exam. Doing the same thing. The, the camera pull focuses from her face as she looks out the window, sees a squirrel sort of eating a nut. And then the squirrel starts to slide, <laughs> cut to black. I think it's it's like, nice. It's like a fucking chess piece from like... the end of X Men. <laughs> or, or the spinning top from the great. end of Inception. Yes. That would be great. Maybe the director's uh, the director's cut. Because <laughs> I think I think to make it happier, a happier yeah. ending. Because okay. I think this is a generally happy film. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's about the underdog. Quite literally, the underdog yeah, in one scene where a... she takes a dog from under a table and chucks it at David Attenborough. <laughs> yeah. Um, she. So I think she. She's taking this exam. She's mm. learning all about the animals. Yeah. And then we think, oh no, we, we, we're of the opinion, like, oh no, she's back where she started. That's rubbish. Yeah. And then she walks out the door, and Barack Obama's there, <laughs> uh, like lands and says, "You ready to go?" And she's like, "Yeah, let's go." And then he, he flies upwards into the sky because he's she's she's a, a, a trusted member of the community, yeah. even though she's still trying to get her her memory back. Yeah. Um. She's she's now she's, loved by everyone. It, yeah. Here's the thing. Thing, with with David Attenborough taking all of her memories uh, of animals, it almost weirdly took a part of her worries as well. Mm. Like she had all of before, she had this pressure of this is the only thing that I know and I have, and that pressure of trying to use that for good was what was making her fuck up on it. But because now she's learning from scratch and mm. she doesn't have that overweighting power of I'm trying to be a superhero, she's I'm, already done it. Yeah. She's just done it with all her kids. Yeah, I think. And so now she's walking out of the room with Barack Obama there, and she's there with like a little like A plus on the paper of the quiz that she's done rather than an F. I think, And yeah. then she goes off and she's like, yeah, I'm doing well. I think we we should have a whole thing of, like, she wanted to be a vet because her family didn't, like, love her. Mm. You know, she has that... <laughs> this whole... Because now, like, it's it's, it's a parallel, right? Because mm. if, if she became a vet because she had all this pressure mm. and now she's learning in an environment which is accepting and, and, and values her. Yeah. So now she's, she doesn't have that, that worry and, and um, we just cut... Yeah, we cut to black when they float... float I'm going to add a little thing of this because we've added a backstory of the family that yeah. doesn't love her. Mm. One of the reasons why she wanted to become a vet as well and where she discovered kind of that something was weird about her was that she had a pet squirrel called Jerry. And the pet squirrel Jerry was one of the squirrels that was used to destroy Atlantis and dies. Oh, and then that final scene right. of looking at a squirrel is a squirrel that looks like Jerry. <laughs> Just sliding across the floor. <laughs> Just sliding across the floor. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is going on? The squirrel quite clearly has the expression of what the fuck is going on. Yeah. As it just goes... And looks left and right like as it slides. Yeah. <laughs> and that was that. Yeah, what was that? I, I liked it. Yeah, it was a good. Uh, what, like what, that movie. What's the uh, what's like the main theme of this? What's what's the music? What's the? Uh, it's got to be a sort of. I think it should be a um, superhero theme, like okay. da, 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 sort of thing, but on banjo. <laughs> 
ding 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 I would like to propose as well, because the credits have two songs, yes. uh, after the banjo superhero theme, it is... Uh, look at this a, photograph a, by Nickelback. Look at this photograph by Nickelback, but played on uh, the children's animal piano. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just... Meow, 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 meow. Yep. Uh, that that is, that is what I want to do. Uh, and, um, and then finally, Old MacDonald had a farm... Uh, to kind of top it all off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's about right. I think, yeah, we there are themes of acceptance and there are themes of of uh, uh, underdog learning, teachers being uh, more valuable than just the knowledge they have. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's uh, being an inspiration for yeah. people. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's a nice little story. And then there was also Bouncy Ball Boy. Yeah. And there was also <laughs> David Attenborough losing his career and becoming a villain and not... Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was I Was a Terrible Superhero. Uh, thank you, Brent Black, Thanks. for the title. All, all in claymation. We should, yeah, all in claymation. <laughs> all of that is in <laughs> All of that we is... We kind of forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, we kind of left that out. I did. I started picturing it as actual live action. Uh, but no, yeah, yeah, all of that is in clay animation. I mean, I've got to make the fucking poster. This yeah. is... Good luck. Yeah. Um, Have fun. Uh, yeah. Thank Bye. you. Thank you for the title, Brent. We hope you uh, enjoyed what was made of it. Yeah. Um, so, thank you, Shannon, for coming on. Not a problem. Thank you very much for having me yet again. I like this kind of yearly kind of pattern that we've got going on. <laughs> Just one yearly? year. Is it yearly? Is it? Yeah, we've been a bit. We've only been going three years. Yeah. Okay, maybe not yearly then. Yeah. Like, like every every like six months or so. Uh, no, yeah. you've been on quite a bit. I think. Like. I feel like yeah. I feel like there's a routine to when I come on uh, <laughs> and I enjoy it. And please don't take that away from me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll be happy to have you back on as uh, soon as possible. Yeah, um, in the next three to four months. In the next three to <laughs> more, four months, working months. Yeah, um, no, I, I, lo- I love I love coming on every single time. It's a lot of fun. Well, okay. uh, a, that implies there's a month that. No one does anything. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't work Aprils. <laughs> Aprils is a no go. Um, so anyway, um, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you very much. Is there anything you'd like to plug before you go? So uh, yes, I do a lot of I do a lot of comedy, uh, improvised comedy at that. So if any of you are interested in hearing uh, the other stuff that I do. Uh, I'm a part of a uh, two improv groups. One of them is called uh, Strike. Uh, we do podcasts as well where we improvise um, improvise scenes based on the theme of each uh, episode. Mm. If you want to hear that, go to SoundCloud. Uh, just type in Strike Comedy uh, and there's a large list there. Uh, and also uh, I'm part of an improvised, uh, troupe, uh, improvised comedy troupe called uh, The Shrimps. Uh, uh, we don't do any podcasts, but we've got uh, a couple of shows coming up. If any of you are fancy going to Buxton Fringe, because uh, <laughs> we're on at 
Half ten? Is it so, we're, something we're, ridiculous? We're on at like half ten, but we're, <laughs> we're at the Buxton Fringe, which would be absolutely, uh, mm. it will be an absolute smash. We're doing uh, the Shrimps, the Prawn Stars, yeah. uh, classy name. Okay. Um, um, we'll be there on the 20, 20th and 21st of July mm-hmm. uh, in the Underground Art Centre Studio. B-U-X-T-O-N. The Buxton Boys are here again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I, will, I will also be in one of those shows. Yeah, Tom. Tom's going to be in one of those shows. I'm going to be in the other show. Mm, so go Buxton Fringe. A lot see, of other people. See all your best faves doing some high jocularity. Yeah. Yeah, that's it for me. Bye. Cool. Thank you. Thank you again for coming on. No problem. Um, so, and thank you for listening, guys. Uh, and we hope you've enjoyed it. But until you find yourself um, uh, having wasted potential, your, your potential on a horrendous mistake uh, of the past <laughs> and find yourself just settling down before the, the floor is pulled out from under you, both physically and metaphorically, and you ball a load of squirrels up into a meteor. Um, or start a podcast. Or start a podcast. Yeah. I've been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. And I've been Shannon Greaves. Remember who pitched it. Bye. Bye. Bye.